Hey, you're tuning in to the Queen of Results Proclamation of Persistence, episode 21. Today's episode is all about keeping your business afloat by leveraging your time and professional tools to create the business and life that you absolutely desire. Stay tuned. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the Queen of Results Proclamation of Persistence. My name is Erica Kastner, and I'm the host of the show, but I'm also the founder of Queen of Results, a company dedicated to helping the busiest professional truly become unstoppable in all areas of their life and career. And today, we have a fantastic show for you. I'm so excited to bring on our guest today. But before I do, I have a question for you. Would you love to have the essential key elements to driving a successful business? And would you also like to know the building blocks that sustain a profitable business so it protects you from going bankrupt one day? Well, today our guest is actually a bankruptcy attorney, but he is so much more than that. He's actually going to be a presenter at the upcoming 2015 Business Building Symposium put on by the Greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce. But before we bring him out onto the show, let me tell you a little bit more about our special guest. Mark Martella is in his 26th year as an attorney in both New Jersey and Florida. He's helped thousands of clients facing business and personal financial challenges. He recently published his first book, Bankruptcy in Plain English, The Ultimate Layman's Guide to Taking the Fear and Mystery Out of the Bankruptcy Process. Mark also provides tons of educational seminars designed to help teach small business owners how to succeed in their business, including his annual event, Small Business Success Bootcamp. He's also going to be an upcoming presenter at the Greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce Building Business. Sorry, let's say that over again. The Greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce Building Business Symposium. I'm so excited to bring on our guest, Mark Martella. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, Erica. How are you? Good, thanks. I'm so glad you've taken some time out of your busy schedule to chat with me today. Now, Mark and I have actually known each other for a couple years now. Uh, He's obviously a member of the Greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce, which for many of you that have listened to the show before know my involvement with that chamber. Um, I love that organization. Huge shout out. And we're actually going to be talking about, obviously, bankruptcy and how to protect your business. But we're also going to be talking about that upcoming symposium event. And so, Mark, um, I want to turn my first question on to you in terms of what is your number one tool for keeping busy professionals in that successful mindset when it comes to growing their business? Well, I mean, one of the, one of the best tools that I've used, and, and, and just a little background, I moved down here in 2004, did not know a soul. Uh, and when I opened up my practice in uh, 2008, Again, pretty much starting from scratch. So the best tool I had initially was using the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that because of your involvement in it, but it truly was. And then I joined the, uh, the Charlotte, Chamber, Charlotte County Chamber of Commerce and in uh, four years became president. And the, the doors that it opened for me as, as basically a newcomer, an outsider, 
uh, was simply amazing, especially starting my own practice. And I, I constantly preach to people, especially attorneys who are crying in, in, in the economy that they're not busy to join the chamber, uh, but you have to take action. You have to go to things. Uh, you have to have people see you. And when I opened up my office uh, last year in, in Fort Myers, first thing I did after signing the lease was going over to the chamber office and uh, getting my membership. And uh, you know, t- take, by taking that action, now it's led to you know this huge opportunity to uh, be one of the presenters at the symposium. That's awesome. And you know, I know you've been extremely involved uh, with you know the the Fort Myers Chamber, but you know, you obviously you know being in a capacity like the president of the Charlotte County Chamber, um, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that have this maybe this um, conception that you've really got to you know either stroke a big check or you know do some really amazing outside of the box things in order to get that title. So if you had somebody that was not maybe new to the Chamber of Commerce world or new to like another organization, um, what piece of advice would you give them in terms of just getting involved? Well, the, the first thing is just show up. I mean, I did mm-hmm. nothing amazing. It was never my goal to become president, but I showed up. And you get involved with, with some sort of committee and do something. Um, it, it doesn't take that much to get noticed. Uh, and uh, in fact, when I was first asked to be president, I said no because I had so much on my plate. I was then told by others that you can't say no, so <laughs> I, I did do it. But uh, it, it, it's not hard. No, you don't have to donate a lot. You don't have to have connections. I didn't have any connections. It was just a matter of uh, of showing showing up and putting out a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, talking about getting that um, involvement and, and being making the time to do it, what do you think is the biggest challenge a lot of people face when they're deciding whether or not they get involved with um, a certain organization to grow their business? Well, here's one of the problems, especially, you know, from a professional standpoint. You know, you're so busy working on the thing that you do that you don't think you have time for marketing and, and taking out that extra time. But the reality is, and one of the biggest uh, mind shifts that I had uh, is that everything begins with marketing. And if you don't have those clients coming through the door, it doesn't matter if you're the best attorney, the best accountant, the best baker. Uh, if you're not out there marketing yourself, marketing your services, making those relationships, everything else is, is meaningless. So uh, as you would make time to uh, meet with clients, you have to make time in your schedule to do these networking things, whether it's through a chamber, whether it's through uh, a BNI group. Uh, I sh- also strongly recommend getting involved with a nonprofit. It's something that you, and something that you have a passion for, not just something that you get asked, uh, because I'm sure you're like me, you get asked to serve on a lot of nonprofits, but mm-hmm. uh, if you don't have an interest in it, I find that you, you, you're not going to really want to go to those meetings and and, and contribute, uh, but a nonprofit that you have a passion for is a great way for making connections. Mm-hmm. So, how does how does what you do to help people through bankruptcy and some of those personal and professional financial challenges tie in with that marketing piece that you just spoke to? Well, what I've discovered over the years is that I'll meet with a, a lot of small business owners who are facing uh, financial troubles. And they may have a a good product, they may have a good service, but they're clueless about how to properly run a business. 
and how I really got involved into into the marketing end of it and really studying it more is about five years ago, I got fed up with you know cutting these checks to the phone book company or magazines and newspapers and not really understanding or knowing what, what, what type of return of investment I was getting on these investments. And I really started beginning to educate myself on marketing and learning different things. And that's one thing that also... Uh, I recommend to, to small business owners is that not only, especially as an attorney or something, you have to do continuing education, but that's just on our practice. If you want to be a small business owner, you have to continually educate yourself on business practices and on, on having the right mindset. So that, those are that's one of the things I've learned. But from a marketing standpoint, if if I can't measure it, if I can't measure my return on investment by properly tracking it, I won't do it. Uh, and, and the type of marketing that I do through the publication of my new book, through my website and videos, is what I refer to as information marketing. Mm-hmm. Putting that information out there to educate people. Uh, and, and by doing that, you immediately begin to raise your status as an expert. And if, you, if someone were to visit one of my websites, whether it's my Martella Law website or my Martella Bankruptcy website, there's very little about me and my credentials. It's all about information and, and the questions that may be going on in my potential client's mind. And that's one of the keys in marketing is that whatever your product or service is, you need to think about what are the questions going on in, in that client's mind, that potential client's mind, and how can I, how can I get their attention? Absolutely. And you touch on a very important topic, you know, with, um, you know, being more of that information or infopreneur, <laughs> that terminology seems to be coming out uh, more and more every time I turn around and read a blog or read, um, you know, some business article about uh, what the internet can do for business owners. And I think that there are a lot of small business owners out there. You could certainly attest to this, I'm sure. And we've, we've even had conversations around this where people really just think that the business is just in their backyard. But with the tools like the, the Internet today and, uh, you know, obviously getting out into a networking platform like utilizing your Chamber of Commerce or BNI Group or other organizations out there, it can really truly impact the way you do business and not make you work as hard. So, you know, what would be what would be some advice for people that are in, maybe they're working in their business right now and they only think that they can get the business in their local area, um, but they're, they're trying to grasp out to maybe more of a regional or statewide approach, what advice would you give them? Well, again, one, you know, one of the things that the, my, uh, my web person teaches me is, is content is king. Uh, and, and by getting contact, content out on your website, it helps increase your, your, your likelihood organically of moving up on Google. And you know, really, your article should be at least at least a thousand words. But the problem we have is time. You know, having the time to do all this, and it's like I could give you a hundred great ideas, but having the time to do it while I'm trying to keep my clients happy becomes difficult. So one of the keys, one of the you know, one of the secrets is leveraging your work product. So if I I, I try to do every month a a monthly newsletter, and I'll write an article either on business or or some legal issue. And so I have that article in the newsletter. I'll then take that article and add it to my website. That adds content to my website. I'll then post it on Facebook. Uh, And then on Facebook, 
you can boost that uh, and, and really target your audience uh, for that. So I can reach a very targeted, specific audience, either by uh, geographic location or topics, anybody who has searched for bankruptcy or debt consolidation, and that ad will be seen by them. Uh, so, you know, Facebook is, is, is a pretty amazing tool for very inexpensively really hitting your tar target market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, here I was thinking we were going to really be talking about how to protect yourself in bankruptcy, and we're getting this little mini marketing lesson in, in, in the process. I love it. Um, <laughs> you never know how, to, how these interviews are going to go sometimes, and, I, and this is actually really good stuff. So, you know, I mean, marketing and, and um, you know, gaining additional, um, you know, profits. I mean, obviously, when we think about um, grabbing profits for our business, um, so we stay away from bankruptcy. You know, what would be some tips now that we're getting, you know, maybe some marketing tips on how to drive more profits and revenues to our business? What do you think is the biggest challenge when people all of a sudden, you know, become really profitable with their business? What seems to maybe keep them back from sustaining that profitability or from keeping out of bankruptcy or foreclosure? Well, what, one of the problems is, uh, is, you know, all of a sudden things start going well and you have more income in. So you think, well, let's expand. Let's either lease more property or, or get more property or hire more employees. And then all of a sudden the economy turns. But you've signed a five-year lease. You've leased equipment for five years. And the biggest problem is the personal guarantees that relate to it because you know, you see all the commercials on TV, you know, incorporate, and incorporation is fine. It protects you from potential liability if someone slips and falls or uh, maybe you have a contract. But generally, uh, if it's a lease, uh, even though you're incorporated, that, that landlord's going to require you to personally guarantee that. And when you personally guarantee, if things go bad, well, if there's no assets in the business, who cares? They can't get anything from the business, but they're going to come after you personally. And that's really the biggest reason I'm seeing small business owners file bankruptcy is because of, of the personal guarantees. More often than not, we don't put the corporation into bankruptcy because it has no real assets. It's to protect the individual assets uh, of the business owner. And so the way to do that is, A, first of all, try to avoid personal guarantees, which is very difficult. But the bigger mistakes I see people make, uh, especially I mean, people moving down here, and I, I actually have a special report on this called The Seven Biggest Mistakes People Make Before Filing Bankruptcy. And one of them is they come down, they're retired, they decide to open up a business. So they have $400,000 in a 401k. They take $300,000 out of it to invest in this business that they know nothing about and they've never been in business before. They've worked all their lives for an employer. And it's just a totally different thing when you're wearing all the hats and that money disappears. Um, the other thing I see is people taking equity out of their home. Now people don't have the equity, but you know, in 2007, 2008, when the market was real high, people are pulling out their equity out of their homestead to start a business. Things went bad, property values went down, and then all of a sudden, they have a business that has failed, yet they still owe this mortgage that is secured by their house, and they're going to lose their house. Mm. Whereas, had they not done that, 
Your homestead is protected here in Florida. It is the best protection we have here in the state of Florida. Uh, and, and that equity would be protected. That equity that you need to get a fresh start, to start over, is gone because of, uh, because of that. So the two biggest mistakes I see is uh, pulling equity out of your home, taking money out of a 401k to start a business venture when you don't have uh, the knowledge and experience to invest that type of money in a new business. Mm -hmm. And in what resources would you recommend a small business owner or somebody that's thinking they want to go in business for the first time? What resources would you recommend that they seek before they start down that path? The, the, the number one book I would recommend that, that totally changed my outlook on business, and I wish I had seen it 20 years earlier, is The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it, it, the E-myth uh, stands for the entrepreneurial myth. And so often I see it. Someone comes to see me because they're starting a new business, and they want to incorporate, and they're all excited uh, about it. And uh, once you're in it for a few months, you see the realities of what it's really like to run a business and all the different hats you have to wear. Uh, it becomes overwhelming. And by reading the E-myth, it gives you the, a realistic view of what you need to do and also gives you solutions. I mean, uh, Michael Gerber's uh, basic premise is you need to work on your business, not in your business. Again, kind of what I said before. You can be the best attorney, the best accountant. That doesn't mean you know how to run a business. Mm -hmm. uh, it's totally a different skill set that you have to have. And so you need to understand that. And then you need to have systems in place to take care of things, a marketing system, an accounting system, a production system, uh, so that you're not trying to do everything and then so that those um, uh, responsibilities are interchangeable and you can plug a new person in with the required skills to take, take over that. So, you know, the number one recommendation is to, is to get that book. But the second thing is another huge thing that was a big change for me was having a coach. Um, you know, you think about it, all the greatest athletes in the world uh, have coaches. Uh, why wouldn't uh, – and, and, and the problem we have as a small business owner is we don't have a board of directors to bounce things off of. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. And uh, so by having a, a, a coach, uh, it also has transformed my business. My book would not have uh, come about had it not been for my coach, and, and I acknowledge him uh, you know, right in the, in the start. So uh, a concept that I had never even heard of or thought of uh, years ago uh, was a, a big, uh, big change for me. Uh, so those are, those are two recommendations. I mean, I could talk to you for a couple hours. <laughs> I'm sure you could, absolutely. And I, and I think that's so imperative that you bring up those, uh, you know, those two things because, again, we're, you know, a lot of people think, okay, just because we went through high school and college and maybe we completed some additional degrees beyond our bachelor's, um, that that's it. But, you know, as long as we're breathing, as long as we're um, – Ticking along here, you know, it is definitely imperative to grab books that really speak to the mindset and to um, making us professionally and personally develop into the, 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 the leaders that we want. And I, I'm so thankful that you highlighted that. And then also having that accountability partner, that mentor, that coach, it really is uh, people. I think people are always surprised when they hear that I'm a coach, but <laughs> I have my own coach that kind of keeps me in line um, and, you know, with, with my vision that I set out to do. So it, it, it's very imperative to have those types of people in your life to, to guide you along the way. 
So speaking of leaders, you know, and people that we look up to, you know, when you think about being the leader of your own organization, um, and, and, and also, you know, those leaders that are out there, maybe they're the one-man show, and they're really trying to figure out how to hone in on their leadership skills. What are maybe the three words that best describe the word leadership to you? What are the, the, the three words that you associate with that word leadership? The first one would be character, and and I can remember my first day uh, as an attorney. Uh, the, the partner I was working for called me into into his office and said, "Mark, as an attorney, the only thing you have is your reputation, and, and, and once you lose that, you, you can never get it back." So, and I think we we see that every day uh, mm-hmm. in, in public life. Uh, so, you know, having a a, a good character. Uh, to to maintain a, a a stellar reputation, and that doesn't mean you're not going to have failures, uh, but you can certainly comport yourself uh, in, in a way that uh, people will respect. The, the the second thing is decisiveness, you know, and that's that's very challenging for people to have to make these decisions that, that sometimes are difficult uh, to make. You, you, that's part of being a leader, uh, and. And, that, and that's where you know an, an accountability coach comes in as, as well uh, to, to to you know to hold your feet to the fire once you make a decision. And then the third is courage, uh, because you're going to have to make hard decisions. You're going to have to make chances. You know, I have a sign in my office: uh, "Life begins at the end of your comfort zone." Mm-hmm. And really, any success begins by getting outside of that. If you're doing the same thing that you've always done, well, you're going to have the same results. But once once you're willing to have that courage to step outside to to push your boundaries, that's that's when you'll see true success. That's awesome words to uh, to live up to and to to move through. That is such good stuff. Um, now at the upcoming business building symposium event in August, uh, you guys can go to fortmyers.org to get tickets to that event. But Mark, you're going to be speaking. Uh, the topic that you're going to talk about is the essential truths of successful business. So could you share a little bit with our audience what you're going to learn if they come to your breakout session and check that out? Well, sure. Um, and, and, and part of this came about really from, from my career in bankruptcy as well as, as being an entrepreneur. I, I kind of think of myself as an entrepreneur first and a, a, a lawyer second. <laughs> but, but by you know, doing bankruptcy work, uh, it's sort of like uh, uh, I'm performing an autopsy on, on a business that failed. And I've seen uh, the same things over and over. And you know, you know, like you asked me before, you know, you know, what type of legal things can you do? And we can create a corporation or protect you from liability. But all that stuff is meaningless when it comes down to having a successful business. And so there, there's, there's seven particular topics that, that I'm going to talk about that are keys, that are the foundation, the building blocks to have a successful business. And, and two of them uh, I'll tease with and, and because I know they're, they're, they're topics that you, you follow. Uh, one is, is self-discipline and focus. And I believe uh, David Essel is going to be talking about focus, and, and that is so important because as the owner of a small business and as the leader of that business, you're going to be pulled in so many different ways, and understanding that uh, if you want to reach a goal, you have to have that particular focus on that and all the steps that are needed to achieve that, 
and not be distracted at the next shiny object. Start mm. one project, then go to another project, and you have 10 projects that, that never uh, get finished. So it's a combination of focus and self-discipline. And the other thing that's so important is perseverance. Uh, that is the hardest thing because, again, especially when you're starting a new business, everyone's excited and you can't wait to open the doors and you're worried about what your card looks like and all this other stuff, but that's meaningless. Uh, ultimately, if you're not properly marketing the business and not have the perseverance because there's going to be ups and downs, um, it's a roller coaster. You have to have a stomach to be a small business owner. <laughs> you're going to have some great highs and you're going to have some great lows. Uh, and it's a challenge, but do you have the, the, the bigger picture vision? Do you have that perseverance uh, to get through the hard times, to get through the challenges, to see the ultimate goal? So those are a couple of things I'm going to talk about. I'll give some tools on, on, on how I maintain focus and, and, and persevere during difficult times, uh, but, but that's kind of the, the, the topics that I will be talking about. I love it. And those are those are obviously topics that speak to my heart. And I think it is, you know, we get so distracted by all the noise around us as small business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, people that are really trying to make a difference um, out there. But, you know, there's all this stuff you know that can get into our way of, of really identifying the priorities and really just sticking to it even when the going gets tough because you know what it's just a minor blip on the bigger picture but you've you've got to persevere and I love that you're going to be speaking to that of course it sounds like there's going to be at least five more topics you're going to speak on during that session so if you guys want to check that out that's going to be August 20th at the Sainable Harbor Resort Marriott. Actually, I said that backwards, but it was Sainable Harbor Marriott Resort and Spa in Fort Myers. You can go to fortmyers.org to check that out. There's actually an early word special, I think, isn't there, Mark? $149 for the tickets by uh, July 16th, I think. But um, go check that out on the website for sure. Mark, before we wrap it up today, what is one thing you want our listeners to walk away with today that they can move forward as they go into this next week? They, they need to change their mindset to get past their fears. Uh, and fear is, is one of the things that, that hold us back. And, and there's, there's, I'm going to give them the choice of one of three things to do. Very simple things to watch to help you get past your fears and, and, and to take that step, to take that action. And some, I'm sure many of your, your, your listeners have already seen, it's, it's uh, Steve Jobs' Stanford commencement speech. Just a great speech about how to get past your fears. Another one that I, that I find amazing, and the first time I saw it, is Jim Carrey's commencement speech. I am not a fan of Jim Carrey, but about 10 minutes into the speech, it is amazing, uh, some of the life lessons he talks about there. And then uh, TED Talks, Larry Smith did a TED Talk entitled, Why You Will Fail to Have a Great Career. Again, it talks about fears and excuses and procrastination that we have, and those, those are the biggest things that, that hold people back. So just pick one of those to watch, uh, and that will help you change your mindset for uh, getting past your fears. I appreciate that. And you know what I'm going to do for you guys um, to give you, save you an extra step? I'll go ahead and share links to those um, 
those, those speeches on the info section of the podcast. So be sure to check that out when you go um, to review the info section and obviously where to find Mark and how to connect with him um, to learn more about him. I'll have all that information in the info section of this podcast. So go check that out. Mark, I can't thank you enough. Where can people go to find you? I know you had mentioned a few different websites and resources throughout our interview today. So where can people go find those uh, rather quickly? Well, my, one, my main website is uh, martellalaw.com. And then if you have specific questions uh, or seeking information regarding bankruptcy, you can go to martellabankruptcy.com. And on the video page, I have eight videos that basically walk you through the bankruptcy process. So in the, in the privacy of your own home, you can, you can learn about bankruptcy. And then if you would like a free copy of my book, Bankruptcy in Plain English, uh, we give that away uh, complimentary to anyone who wants to come in for a consultation. Uh, they can come to either my uh, Fort Myers office or my Port Charlotte office. And we'll be happy to send out that book just by calling uh, our numbers, uh, the quickest one would be 941-206-3700, or they can just drop me an email at mark at martellawall.com. Awesome. All right, good. So, I, again, I will have all his contact information on the info section of this podcast. Mark, I can't thank you enough for making the time to talk to us and our viewers today. Thank you so much for doing so, and we're looking forward to hearing more from you at the Business Building Symposium on August 20th. Thanks so much. Take care. So I'm sure you guys are just as pumped as I am. I There were so many amazing points that Mark brought to the table today as part of our conversation. So I wanna hear from you. What do you think was the most impactful tip or technique that he gave you? And how are you going to use it in the next seven days to really rock and roll with your business? Take a few moments to head on over to the Queen of Results Facebook page to go ahead and leave that underneath the comment section where I have posted this interview. You can also go to thequeenofresults.com to leave your comments underneath the uh, comment section in the podcast interview. I'm gonna have ways that you can connect with Mark inside the info box of this podcast. So be sure to check that out. Mark is a wealth of information. And if you haven't already done so, do so today. Go to fortmyers.org. It's F-O-R-T-M-Y-E-R-S.org. That is where you can learn more information about the 2015 Business Building Symposium. It is going to be an all-day event filled with tons of impactful speakers and information that's going to take your business to the next level. If you're not in Fort Myers, you've got to get on a plane and get to this symposium event on August 20th. It is going to be an amazing event. Mark will be one of the presenters, but we'll have a ton of other guests and a lot of surprises along the way. You will not want to miss it. Go to fortmyers.org today to get your registration in ASAP. Okay, so that's all I've got for you today. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. We are so excited to have you on board. Subscribe, Proclamation of Persistence. Get this on your podcast subscription list. We are making a lot of headway with the content that we're providing you. And if you've got additional ideas for upcoming shows, I would love to hear from you. Simply send me an email at erica, E-R-I-C-A, at thequeenofresults.com. I'd love to know how I can rock your 
your business and really get you in a place where you're creating the business and life that you absolutely desire. Until next time, I'm Erica Kastner. Take care.